Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. On with the show. Mother sucks cocks in hell. Aw. Uh, <laughs> mama. Um, but changing. <laughs> oh, here's a goof. In the pool scene, the hustler says, this is under factual errors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The hustler says, eight ball, corner pocket, two cushions. The eight ball made contact with cushions three times before falling into the pocket. Mikey won his bet. Well, he fucking died, so what does it matter? Take it to the ICJ. <laughs> mm. Which the, the, the great thing is that they didn't... I don't know. Like I've seen like... Conflicting things, but like the ICJ, no. like they didn't call for a ceasefire. Mm-hmm. And people are like... A ceasefire isn't what you would call it because a ceasefire is what happens in a conflict and it's not a conflict because like it's a genocide. So I'm like, wait, but does that? Well, but they didn't. Right. I think the point being they didn't say Israel has to stop doing what it's doing immediately. Yeah. They just said they have to continue to deliberate. Yeah. They said we have to, you have to make sure that they are fed. I mean, it doesn't matter because Israel already said they weren't, they didn't give a shit what would be said, so. Yeah. Ew, welcome, here we are, my heels This is part of our February. This is a controversial one. Keith wasn't sure that he wanted to watch Beverly Hills Cop. I did because... I saw it on a bunch of lists of a bunch of, I saw like three or four lists. I can't remember how many. All of them mentioned Beverly Hills Cop and I'd never seen it. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I do feel like it's something that I need to watch just because it's a, I, it's a film that is a big deal and I've never seen it. Um, But I, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the reason why Keith wasn't sure about it in the lineup for mm-hmm. February, which is films we're watching for Black History Month, is that it's not necessarily a black film. It's, you know, Eddie Murphy's pretty much the only yeah, black he, character right. in it. But the reason why I wanted to watch it was because I thought we could 
that could be a point of discussion. Like, I think that, you know, it's not my place to say that, like, it doesn't count as a black film or that it can't count as a black film. However, I think talking about how it could be, this could be considered a black film in the 80s and only have, like, one star. Yeah, you made the point that I think ultimately sold me, which was main sort of mainstream representation kind of yeah 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 argument right it's it's not at all what i thought it was gonna be i honestly (laughs) i thought it was a straightforward (laughs) movie i thought it was i thought he was just a cop that worked in beverly hills uh it was just he's a cop in beverly hills i thought that i've like literally i've never seen it anything i've never i've i've never even seen i mean like i know people talk about beverly hills cop <clears throat> probably the most i've ever seen of it and this is kind of embarrassing just that this is i think i've seen bronson pinchos snippet right. more than i've seen anything right. else for good reason because it's fucking amazing like when he's like get the fuck out of here he's like no i'm not going to get out of here <laughs> i can't <laughs> don't i one moment. Don't run and tell me, Summers, that uh, Mr. Ahmed Fali is here to no, see. Axel Fali. Axel. Ahmed, Ahwell, Axel. Fali is here to see her. These are all the queens. Donnie, this is covered this up. It's I'm like sorry. the breast of sorry. a dog to scrub for the customer. It's not sexy, it's animal. No, it's not sexy at all. Man, Bronson Pincho. He's one, he's one that is like, I, I, I am always afraid yeah. that because he seems like he's I don't know why. He always seems like he's someone that's going to to tell the dirty he's like mm-hmm. Saget-esque. They I literally was gonna say <laughs> it's like Bob Saget. You're like, have you done something? I don't know. I feel like you're always gonna tell well, the dirtiest because, joke possible. Well, for but me, it's like, because he's so comfortable seemingly doing a <laughs> vaguely Yeah. What is ethnic what is Pincho? What French? I mean, I don't know his. Oh, oh, I don't I, know his. I was ethnic, like, he's from France. I don't know his ethnic background, but <laughs> that's 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 what I mean. Fucking John Fetterman. I have to, every time someone mentions him, I have to fucking Google this man because his, his. I'm. I think he's the guy from that one show that was like, whatever. Um, he's the fucking. Um, he's the politician or whatever oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania yeah yeah he's yeah, just yeah. The, that piece of shit that's a Zionist turd yeah man that's a bummer because he was, I know. He he was, was like a super great. progressive in his campaign and then he had some kind of medical he had like a stroke during his or something and yeah then, he was yeah and then now he's all he's a fucking uh what am I like Bronson and isn't there some athlete named Fetterman I don't know <laughs> Fetterman Yeah, it's kind of a bummer because about Perfect Strangers because everything we've seen him in, he's really a bright spot in whatever it is. The Langoliers. Russian? This. Yeah, he's, I know. The Langoliers, like watching the Langoliers, especially as an, I think that's really where it came from is that I also remember as a, as when a I, sorry. teen, you know, or young person seeing him as like, the the bad guy who's like killing a little kid after my really only association with him was 
Balky from, you know, Perfect Strangers and being like, oh, you know, then I was like, wait, is he like, you know, uh, you know, and then, but like, and then he just like kind of went away, yeah, you know, for a while. He's well, in that. Well, I remember my first experience of him outside of Perfect Strangers was uh, True Romance and he's hilarious in that. Oh, I haven't seen, I don't know that I've seen that. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Is, and he he's, doesn't have a huge part. Wait, he is it? I'm sure that you're going to be like, yeah, of course. Mm. He's in risky business. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Boffed, and then they. Yeah. Oh God. So. Yeah, that too. That, that's, thank you for remembering. So Russian. Yeah. Oh. So they're um. Pincho's father changed his surname from. Poncho. Pon. Chorovsky, I don't know how to say it. it's Russians. So I don't know how to say it to Pincho. They moved from okay. they moved from Russia to France following the Russian Revolution. Which one? It doesn't. Does it give a year? It doesn't give a year. It just says following. It says Pincho's paternal grandparents were from. Oh, his okay. mother was a typist. Was it doesn't say what his mother. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know what his mother was, but his father was. Right. A French Russian. Um my favorite dressing. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's I whatever. Um He was in he was in um Sabrina, like the TV show oh, Sabrina. Really? Not not the one from the nineties, but the remake on Netflix oh. that happened a few years ago. Oh wow. Yeah, and he was like really great in it. And I was just like, holy shit. And I was very excited. And I was like, he's doing so good in this. And then I think, and then after that, I think is when we rewatched the Langoliers. And I was like, oh my God, he's actually so fucking good. And that's why I was so weirded out by him because he's actually just a really good actor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain this or where this comes from as far as my perception. He seems like someone who's like, <laughs> acting isn't. Like his career focus, I'm just talking about a vibe. I'm yeah, not talking no, about anything else. Just my made up perception, where he's just like showing up to do a job. And I'm yeah. not saying he's. I don't mean oh, that. No, I'm not saying I'm not casting aspersions. Yeah, because none of this is grounded no, in yeah. anything other than my like. He just shows up. He has a good time, and then he's out he's doing a, whatever yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah, I don't. No idea. I'm I, sure that's not what his life right. is like. He's but. the kind of person that they're like, oh, what have you been up to? And he's like, oh, I learned how to bind books. I've just been doing that. You're like, what books? He's like, no, yeah. nothing, actually. I've just been biding paper together. And Biden? Bide, binding. Binding paper together. Just making blank Stacks books. Yeah. It's just pages. something to have. All right. I can write in sometime. Yeah. You know, he's like, what the fuck? Why? Hmm? Yeah. I make um, fly fishing lures by hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fish? No. No, no, no. <laughs> you sell them? No. Right, just, no, I just, just got a, a hobby. box. Just a box of them. Do you, do you have friends or family that fish? No, actually. I don't even. I don't, know. I don't I even. I do those things. I don't. <laughs> What did what did we watch where 
someone goes to visit a character played by Michael McKean, and then he's just like a hermit that's... Is that in the good place or something? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. That's the character it evoked for what if we? What if we didn't watch the same thing? What if, are you sure that I watched it with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might be the good... I don't know. I don't remember. That doesn't... Oh, yeah, I think maybe. Or maybe a cop show. It seemed like something that was episodic because it was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking of? <laughs> My favorite thing that you do is that you'll be like, you'll say something and you get it wrong. You'll like say something about someone, you'll get it wrong. And then you'll go, who am I thinking of? That's, it's always annoying, but funny. I mean, I do it on funny. purpose now. I know, I know. It's turned into a thing, but it wasn't on purpose at first. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I want to ignore. Isn't that what Teddy says too after he's like, <laughs> his name Bob Berger. Who am I thinking of? <laughs> That's not my name. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Who am I thinking? <laughs> what about what about what about what about? <laughs> oh man, I do love when the one where he, <laughs> they're playing all the hits when he's back on down. hold. Go back down. <laughs> and you just hear his friend playing all the hits. He's laughing. <laughs> Like there's no way, there's no way that that was scripted. But <laughs> Larry Murphy, even... underrated, yeah, part of Bob's overrated part of Bob's Dan Mintz. I would like we are not. <laughs> Here's the thing, Tina, great character. Yeah. Dan Mintz, don't ask him to do improv. He literally will just be like, oh um, no, no, look up one of those like live improv. Tina, what do you think about it's vaginas? It's okay. I already, I already gave them the talk, so you don't. <laughs> what do you mean, Tina? Yeah, it. Tina told me all about the finger blasters about incorporated. Butts? What did you say? Mm, no, that would be just about um, like butts and vaginas and stuff. <laughs> did you just? What did you just say? I already gave them the talk, so you don't. About what? Do that. About. Pop, 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 about pop, pop. 1978. Know. Check it out, Tina. <laughs> They, we, I didn't tell them about that, though. 78, they were real hairy back then. Not anymore. Daddy, those are, that's Playgirl. Oh, okay. No, that's making a lot more sense now. All right. What? It's terrible. He's always, he's, I mean, that would be me. I'm criticizing as someone who doesn't enjoy improv. And It's who, fascinating that you got the job. I know. Honestly. I agree. I think he does a great job. <laughs> and also, I love, I, but I don't want to see I him do I swear there's got to be context, some subtext to the fact that on the Archer crossover episode, <laughs> Archer is like Louise, Jean, and hmm. yeah. <laughs> and also, Dan Mintz is the only one to never voice a character on Archer. I know. Like, I At mean, least we know. Uh, maybe he Kristen has, Shaw yeah. and, and Eugene Merman. I think even Larry Murphy yeah, shows up at some point. Um, my, he's not maybe. Scorpio. He's not Scorpio. No, Linda. Fucking, you know, she's. Oh yeah, a, yeah. yeah. John Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Linda's in it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know why. I just, Dan Mintz really. Brings it down. I don't enjoy his comedy whatsoever. Anytime he, I'm like, bro, stop. Like, this isn't funny. I don't know. I, the only way that I can handle him is as Tina. It, Tina Belcher, great character. Hilarious. Love it. 
I don't want any association with Dan. <laughs> like you say, Dan Mintz, and I'm like, no, 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 Tina Belcher. It's been, Tina I don't Belcher. even like him as teen, uh, his TV. Yeah, I honestly, he's kind <laughs> of annoying as TV. If I'm honest, Jake Jr. is a much better character, voiced Dobbs. by uh, Kristen Shaw. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that Eugene Merman. Yeah. I always feel like I'm saying Eugene Merman's character wrong or no nope. character. <laughs> Eugene Merman's <laughs> name wrong because he plays Gene. Oh yeah. And they'll cut like there's one where I think it's the one where they skip school to buy a Valentine's gift for Linda. And my fuzzy Valentine. Yeah, and he says like, "Oh, I like we should get a hot chocolate or something." And Louise was like. Oh, great idea, Eugene. That's what she says. She says she calls him Eugene. Oh, yeah. Never and so, that. and I always I'm like Eugene, and I'm like, nope, that's the character's name. And then I'm like, no, that nope, that's actually his name. And it trips me that, up. Every I bet time. that was a fuck up, and they just kept it. I don't you know. know yeah. me? I don't know. Well, Gene, Eugene, Gene's just short. No, for, I know. But what, what if they call him Gene? They do. No, I mean. Eugene. What if they call Eugene Gene? I don't understand what you're asking. What if that's his actual nickname? Is it not? His nickname is Eugene? No, his name. What are you saying? <laughs> what if what if Eugene Merman's nickname is Gene? Oh, it probably. <laughs> that was, that's I would all call I'm him Huge. <laughs> is that fat phobic? Huge merman. <laughs> I didn't even do drugs this time. I just found out that James Wan directed the Aquaman movies. Oh no! <laughs> that must be why I have no. any lingering desire. <laughs> I, I had to watch them. Apparently, the new one is balls. <laughs> Sweaty ball hair Gross. stuck to a bandaid on the bottom of a Fucking urinal. Ball hair on a who would put a bandaid on their balls? Someone who got a cut on their scrotum. <laughs> Fuck. Just, just obvious. Just let your underwear. think about it. <laughs> just let your underwear do the job. <laughs> you don't need to put a bandaid on those. How? Oh, oh my god! You oh my god! <laughs> so insensitive to scrot havers right now. I'm not insensitive to scrot havers. Just like <laughs> there's audience. Scrot havers, uh, call it. Let us know. Anyway, speaking there was of scrot havers, petition signed by four million people <laughs> so that Amber Heard wasn't in the second Aquaman. Four movie. million. That's the quote I heard. That four that's million hearsay. people don't think Johnny Depp is an embarrassment. Like that's that's embarrassing. That's the real. That's that's what is the real indictment. Anyway, not sorry. That's a different. It's so uh, I can't stand when people like. You don't have to like Amber Heard. I don't care if you like Amber Heard. Yeah. But if you're like, she's a piece of shit who tarnished Johnny Depp's career, I'm like, bro, he did that on his own. Like, he is, like, he, nobody wants to fucking work with him because he's so fucking annoying and he's such a piece of shit. Right, speaking of red flags about a certain friend we lost recently, they were like, oh, it seems like both sides. <laughs> you remember? I don't. I don't actually, but sounds about white. Um. <laughs> like when a cat's tongue comes out just like. 
Is that is that Malem? Is that that's Malem or is that That's Blet? my interpretation of okay, that Malem. Ottomana poetry or whatever. Yeah, Malem and This Blep. is one of the Joe Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer films. So So the thing that you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. High concept film. <laughs> yeah. It it really does. So I will say this. Okay, you were like I said, "Oh, I've never seen this." And last yeah. night you said, "Well, if you've seen Top Gun, you've seen this." No, um, it's not that much like Top Gun. It, it's it it follows a similar thing, of, but the thing is, well, it definitely follows the like you're a fuck up, right? But, hey, you're really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't in a believable way where it's like you're really good, but you're a fuck up, which is how it's supposed to be. Not yeah. like you're a fuck up, but hey, you're great. It's like that's not. It's yeah. like in the right order. It like makes yeah. sense in this yeah. film, and they're not like what a piece of shit. This guy fucks everything up, and that's why we're promoting him. That's Top Gun. You're like, wait, what? 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 What well, doesn't make sense? Don't it, really argue it, it. As a fighter pilot, who's <laughs> right? They don't argue the point of like they're just like you should never do what he's done. If you do, you're going to fucking die. He puts everyone's life at risk, and that's what we need in this job. So he gets a promotion, and you're like, no, no, what? Like, just lie a little bit. Spin it or something. Like, there was no attempt to spin it in Top Gun. But I feel like also Axel F. is an actual character. Thanks, Eddie Murphy. Right. And... And th- this is the thing, like Tom Cruise, like people are like, Tom Cruise is such a good actor. And I'm like, False. Is, he? is he? No. Uh, is he a good actor or is he just kind of a sociopath? Well, it also helps that it it's a comedy. You know what I mean? Right. Or it's helped by that, you know? Yeah. I feel like because then you're allowed <laughs> to not take it that seriously. But also I think they do kind of a great job of, I feel like, I mean, I think they did a really good job of, it's Mikey. Who? That dies. Oh yeah, I think so. Okay, that's his name. He or Mickey or Mikey? Mikey? I don't fucking know. I think it's Mikey. They do a great job of setting up his like when he when they when he died in the movie. I literally was like, <gasps> like yeah, you I did you guessed? I, I was very shocked too. I was I did like not how it's done, on. the ways I was very very like taken <laughs> yeah. by surprise. Yeah. I swear, if you ever show your face out I there, again, I, uh, I, mean, I won't. I won't. Ever. I won't. Ever. I won't. I promise you. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Ever. And I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't think anything like that. <laughs> It's literally got the muted. I love that. I love that. Sorry, friends. Um. Speaking of shocking, <laughs> not fitting the tone of the opening. <laughs> but I feel like they did such a good job of making you care about that character in a, such a short time. And I was very impressed with that. Like, I really, and I credit it with both. Um, Eddie Murphy and the guy that played uh, Mickey yeah. or whatever, Mikey or whatever. I credit the because they James had Russo. they had great chemistry and they seemed like they really got along. They seemed like they were old friends, and that is not always easy to do. Like having no. chemistry like that is not super easy yeah. to do. And Eddie Murphy, being a comedian, you know, like he's walking into this as you know the majority of his background was comedy, you know, and he was able to like 
really sell this. Like he was great in this. And I don't want to be like, that's super surprising. But like it made you, you, you were on his side. You understood mm -hmm. his motivation. You knew why he was doing this. And you knew like when he would lie or when he would say something, you knew why he was doing that. He wasn't just doing yeah, yeah, it to yeah, be yeah. a piece of shit. Totally. He was doing it to try to keep other people out of trouble. He was doing it. He knew he was risking his career and he was trying not to let anyone else risk theirs. So there was always a reason behind everything that he did. There was always like, even when he was like, like getting people not to follow him, he was ultimately doing that so that they weren't going to be in the middle of shit. He was right. trying to do something so that he, he wasn't fucking up their ultimate investigation in the end you know and he says that to them they're like why didn't you say this why didn't you say that and he's like because i you know he's like i you don't because he kept saying that he was just on vacation and finally yeah, like the right. chief is like you have to fucking be real with me like you need to you need to do that and so he was and the guy's like fuck okay and so yeah that didn't work for me as a plot, I, as I a plot liked, point well I liked it because I didn't, you know, when he was like, all right, we're throwing all the money at you. That part was a little ridiculous. But like when he's like him just being like, I know that you're full of shit. You need to start being honest mm -hmm. with me. And and then he was. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that because he's letting them know, you know, he's like, you can't go in there. You can't. He's like, you need a warrant. You need this. Yeah. You need all this stuff. I'm acting alone. I'm being, right, you know, right, right. I'm doing all the stuff so that you guys don't right. have to Plausible be in the middle. Of it. Yeah. And I was like, that makes so much sense. And that, that, you know, them setting up that he basically is a kid that came from doing a lot of criminal activities. And the only thing that kept him out of jail was his friends having his back. Well, yeah, right. And that friend being the one that dies and him doing a bunch of stuff and you're like okay th there's so much setup for a very sh simplistic story and it was it was great i mean like yeah it's copaganda we all know that whatever but Boy, i was very impressed by how well it was able to sell this story to me and have me not be like oh my god okay i get it like top gun i was like checked out immediately <laughs> i'm so sorry but like as soon as as soon as tom cruise was like i have a motorcycle and every time she's trying to talk he's like wah, wah. i was like oh my god oh god this movie just started i was like fuck <laughs> they're like making out in the elevator and i have a gun in my mouth ready to pull the trigger i don't care i mean it's also like i know that in real life she's a fucking lesbian and her you know her career shit because she is a lesbian you know she really you know she got like you know swept under the rug or whatever you fucking call it <clears throat> I swept under the rug. What is it? Blacklisted. <laughs> but like, not not really blacklisted, but she just, you Munched know. under the carpet. <laughs> but I mean, like, right? Like you, she worked with like a guy in Scientology and she's a lesbian and then, and then her career, you know. Well, she was in Witness. She was in Witness, but that was, that was 1982, wasn't it? I don't remember. I've never, I don't know if I've ever we seen We got to watch Witness. Uh, that It's a, it's a good movie, man. I I mean maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I, oh it's 1985 so it was the year before okay um but yeah I don't know like I just feel like I I don't know when no, they were making I, out I was so I was so irritated when they were making out because I was like no 
no, this is not what God wanted. Like, yeah, she's yeah. a lesbian. No, it doesn't, none of her. Yeah, I'm like, no. The character arc doesn't make sense. If I know that someone, like, if I know that someone's, <sighs> if I know that someone's gay or lesbian, not like if someone's bisexual, but if if I know someone's gay or a lesbian, it does a lot to take me out of it. Like, I'm actually surprised that I was cool with like, what's his name in Fleabag, like the priest in Fleabag, because I know that he's gay in real life, and so I'm like. But it was it, they they did really well selling it. They seemed they had good chemistry, so it was like okay, it's fine. But like, if I know that an actor or an actress is gay, and they're like making out with someone that I know that they, I'm like, no, I don't want to see this. I don't like it. If I if I don't know that an actor is gay and they're making out with someone of in a gay way, then I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, but it doesn't go doesn't go the other way. I don't <laughs> someone someone gay making out with someone, you know, in a straight way in a movie, I'm like, Ugh, I'm sorry for you. Whatever. That was an aside. But yeah. Um and he didn't really have a romance in this either. Thank God. Yeah, no, I was very Although worried about that. Ginny is super high. You know, I I liked I liked I that okay, they were all friends from childhood yeah. and they all kept that like connection. I fell for that because I don't really have that, so you no, know what I mean. I mean. So like, it, it, it's you know at least it didn't make her more of a pawn, right? To be and traded, I, you know, like what I mean, like right, a leverage, exactly, right, right, right. Um, and. Her, like, her being kidnapped or whatever made more sense because she was actually involved in it without yeah, knowing it. Right. So her getting taken, her being her being used, that made sense because she wasn't like, oh, I just, how did I get here? You know, right. she was the one that was letting him in places. She was the one that was yeah. basically, like, doing a lot of shit right. that could get her, one, fired or two, killed. And it was about to get her both. So, you know, that, I was like, okay, like, they're they're giving her... Like, she was the connection to Mikey or whatever the right. fuck. Being that, you know, like, all this stuff, they really did a good job of connecting it. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it's not, like, the most thorough fucking plot in the whole entire world. It's not, like, you know, some fucking spy movie or whatever. Yeah. But they did a good job for it being, like, a buddy cop movie kind of thing. They did a really good job with making you... With like sell it, like telling you like something's going on. You don't quite know what it is. You know that it, you know all this shit. And I don't know. I was I was like, okay. My only like my main thing though, while I was watching it, I'm like, this dude from Detroit grew up with a bunch of white kids and was like best friends with like. Oh, I'm yeah. like. Well, few that we know. Of. <laughs> well, yeah, but it seemed like they were the three amigos kind of shit. Like they, you know, they weren't it talking. Happened about... to be the two. Well, he was tight with Mikey, but yeah, I don't know. I was just like, okay, not to say that. No, I know. You know, yeah, just no, that I that's that's it. That's that's okay. All right. I mean, and I'll... there's not really any. <clears throat> there's the other cop that you know that he makes fun of. I really, I thought that was. Oh funny. yeah, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and the B team. there's uh, Damon Wayans. Yeah, 
and that's it. Those are like well, there's his his boss. Oh, his boss. That's true. Who was a real cop at the time? Later ran for mayor of Detroit. That's crazy. He did so good. Well, I guess they shouldn't. You know, cops have to be good actors because they are full of shit all the time. Um. One of the things I just, I do love about um, when you went through that phase of watching <laughs> interrogation oh, yeah. videos, like how stupid cops actually sound when they're oh, interrogated. It's amazing. I'm like, how, what? How dumb do you have to be? Yeah, we just When the guy s- was like asking about fucking. Oh, the local guy? Yeah, the local guy yeah. who's a fucking murderer. He was like, do you ever look up porn on YouTube? And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not be able to just sit I feel like that. it was a similar moment in... Uh, <laughs> we just watched American Nightmare, which is yeah. about... Uh, fuck, I don't remember anybody's name. It got called the Gone Girl case. Yeah, the real life Gone Girl. Which Ugh. is not at all what it was. Absolutely infuriating. See, this is why I fucking hate that movie, though. Because that movie... Yeah. Of course. Made all of these people instantly hate this woman that was literally kidnapped and being sexually assaulted. And they weren't even looking for her or trying to find her because they just assumed she was a fucking bitch of a girlfriend. And that's like infuriating. But like, that's why I hated that movie because anybody that I talked to that had anything that had any sort of like negative idea of women would use that movie as like a this movie is the reason why I yeah, hate like women. Yeah, like it was a fucking case study. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the I fact know. that it's written mm-hmm. by a woman who's like, yep. I like to tell stories yep. about women that are real and complicated. I'm like, no, bitch, you like to tell stories about women who are whores and li- like, oh, like just all the shit. What you have against whores. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, you and No, I, I did quotes. Oh, you did? I didn't quote. They're whores. real quiet. They're <laughs> <laughs> quote whores unquote. No, <laughs> she. I got pissed off when I was like reading because I read the book on girl because I was like I fucking hate it and everyone's I like know. that's because you haven't read the book. The book does a lot of explain. No, the book is what they mean. What people mean when they say the book ex- explains why she's that way. What they mean is the book. It goes into further person. detail about what a bitch she yeah, yeah. is. Right. It's it doesn't explain why she's the way that she is. It's just like she's a rich, spoiled bitch who ruins anyone's life. What, how does that sell? How is that interesting to anyone? I mean, yeah, I know, that was I, the thing. I mean, it was so heterosexual. Like it was, it was. It's this thing of like, like something about like heterosexual relationships that is that is very. Uh, problematic in my opinion yes i'm generalizing all heterosexual relationships is that there is this idea that you're not supposed to get along you're not supposed to see eye to eye you're not supposed to agree on things and that you're net like ultimately you are from two different worlds and there's nothing in common that either of you have so hating each other resenting each other and being awful to each other is normal in a relationship. And that is like a propaganda that gets pushed by like sitcoms, movies, like media. All these things are like, oh, you two are never going to get along. You two don't understand. Like, you're never going to be able to communicate properly. He's a man. You're a woman. There's no way that you guys can ever come to an understanding. And this is like 
propaganda that gets pushed and pushed. So people identify with stories where the woman is a fucking money-hungry bitch. Um, the woman is a absolute nightmare. No, I know. It's or just, it's or like, vice versa. Like the man is like is super lazy and doesn't do anything. All of these things where it's like literally all you have to do is fucking communicate. Like all you have to do is like and you know, ultimately, I will say this, ultimately with Gone Girl, the book and the movie, like the moral is basically that they're both horrible people that are just going to be stuck with each other. Yeah, the, always the best kind of story. And I'm like, that's just normal life for most heterosexual people. And that's probably why people identified with it because they're like, oh, he's, an, he's a horrible character and she's a horrible character and they end up together in the end. Man. Yeah. And it's like that's no, not a, that's not good of, storytelling. No, I hate these kinds of stories. Right. I mean, it's like what I hated about you. These are films I will never watch again, and I, <clears throat> any opportunity I get, I will t- tell yes. others to never watch them. <laughs> Your friends and neighbors. Okay. Yeah. I hated that fucking movie. I don't remember it, but yeah. <clears throat> ben Stiller and yeah. I, I want to say Jason Patrick probably yeah. And I've probably seen uh, it. I just don't Natasha remember. Tasha Kinski maybe. Probably it is horrible, <laughs> and uh, I watched a lot of those in the in the nineties. Uh, leaving Las Vegas, yeah. Why do we make any yeah. Lars von Trier movie? Uh, Agree. I fucking hate Lars fuck von Trier. So I fucking hate Lars von Trier. Everyone's like, "Have you seen?" And I no. I've. I mean, why I've seen two, three of his movies, fuck and I, why? Why would Dancer I? Dancer in the Dark, which is arguably one of his more mild ones. He's still punishment. I know that I told you. My dad and I watched that, and I didn't. I knew it had Bjork, and I knew that it was yeah. it was a musical. So I was watching it with my dad. I don't know if I watched the whole thing with my dad, but we watched it in the end when she's getting executed. Yeah, counting the steps, and she's singing on her way. And then they just pull the lever, and she yeah. Gets hanged, and it's just like a, a very quick cutoff. She's like hitting a high note, and then ooh, and my dad and I busted out laughing yeah, of because we were like, "What the fuck is yeah. this movie?" We were hysterically laughing. He's like, "This is not." We were laughing not because we thought it was funny. We were laughing because of the yeah, absolute absurd. absurdity and the hysterical like ridiculousness of it. And we were just laughing, and he was like, "This is a bad movie. This is a horrible movie." Yeah, we were just hysterically laughing because I, I am the kind of person I feel like my dad is kind of this person too, where if something makes us uncomfortable, we laugh. So it's a pretty common human reaction. It it is, but some people will be. I've been called like a psycho and shit like that. So you know, I have some insecurity around it. Um. Or like if something is happening and you don't really know how to respond to sure. just laughing and that's like if something's really awful and takes me by surprise, I will laugh at it. And it doesn't mean that I think it's funny. It's right. that I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um, it happens to people and people will use it as like a gotcha. It's very weird. But mm-hmm. like I don't know what it is and I have no control over it. But like I – so I was like laughing at this movie because I was like this is so fucking yeah. – <laughs> She's got the glasses in her. <laughs> fucking it is ridiculous. A bad, fucking bad, ridiculous. Bad movie. It is a bad movie. Why do people give him money? <laughs> I don't know. What was the one that he did with 
where everyone had on the poster, everyone had a fucking O face or whatever. I don't know. Oh, God. It was like too. Oh, God. I, as you know, <laughs> I confuse all the titles because yeah. they're all. Oh, Antichrist, Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac, one and two. Yeah, that's what it, I never watched that. I think I think that we showed that at the theater and they were like, oh, you're going to watch it? And I was like, oh, fuck no. Why would I ever watch a Lars von Trier movie ever? Like I once I saw Just Antichrist, once I saw Antichrist, I was like, never again. And I know that I've said this because I say this all the time because I think it's very important to why I hate it as much mm-hmm. as I do. Because, one, it's not a good movie. I don't like the movie. I don't think it's good. It's not the kind of movie that I – I mean, like, it, theoretically, I could see someone thinking that I would like it. But if you actually, like, pay attention to the messaging of the movie, yeah. it's a fucking horrible movie oh. that is a severely misogynistic and is yeah. – He absolutely hates women. He hates women, All these yeah. movies are <laughs> – psychopathically cynical. Yeah, and legitimately, the ultimate question of Antichrist, if you watch it, the messaging is, are women born evil or made evil? And that's just like the the theoretical question. Those are the only options. Right. It's not like, there's no escaping it. Fuck off, bro. But I, (laughs) I, my mom's, one of my mom's best friends, someone that I grew up around, um, died suddenly. Sorry Um, for your loss. And she just like literally was not like, it wasn't like she, her health was declining. Her husband came home from work and found her dead on the floor. And, you know, like she lived like, cause we moved to Vegas. She also moved to Vegas. Oh yeah. So yeah. So like I grew up around her and then she ended up moving to Vegas where we were. And so we would see each other like all the time. You know, my mom would talk to her on the phone and she was just, she, he came home one day and she was dead on the floor. Fuck. And I was about, 24, 20, it was, it was a little bit before I moved here. So, and I think that happened when I was like 25. I don't remember. Um, oh, I was, yeah, 2011. So it was 25. I was like 25, 26, something like that. And I was having, you better nail it down. It was, <laughs> oh, I hate when I do that. Cause I'm like, I'm my mother. Um, and so I was having this like absolute crisis. I was panicking because death makes you, you know, like the reality of that. So I was like having like a complete, like, you know, I was just like having panic attacks every night. And And then you watch that movie? Oh, it gets better. I went to the, I was like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to pick something up for myself. I don't remember what it was. So I went there and while I was there, I saw an old man. He was probably in his sixties, maybe seventies. He wasn't that old, but he had a, he had like a big like wound on his head and like a bandage. And he he looked at me and he said, Don't get old. It's not worth it. Just in the middle of the grocery store. So I had to run out because I started having a fucking panic attack. And I go home and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna work on a project that I have, you know. And I'm going to watch a movie and I picked Antichrist and that's the movie that I watched. And I, when I tell you that is not the headspace to be in when you watch that, I was like, this is horrible. It was the last Lars von Trier movie I ever watched. I didn't realize that that's what I was going in for. I thought it was going to be a horror movie. I thought I was going to be watching a cool horror right. movie. It's a horror movie in the way that like watching, um, like someone's real time emotional manipulation is 
a horror movie. Right. Like, you know. No thanks. <laughs> it's like Midsommar without all the cool violent parts. <laughs> and more emotional uh, violence. Anyway, we're talking about Beverly Hills Cop, which doesn't do any of that. If you're if you're like, what should I watch? And you're like, Lars von Trier or Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Just watch. You can watch this movie a hundred times. And it would still, the hundredth watch, it would be better, a better film than anything Lars von Trier has shit out into the toilet. Um, and that's what I call his movies. So, Anyway. Sorry that I did that. No, you no, can... no. I started it. It's my fault. But I think... <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot more enjoyable than I anticipated. It was. Uh, yeah, you know it's definitely carried by Eddie Murphy, and it's one of these films that, like, sure. uh, in retrospect, because growing up with it, you just thought that was how movies, or for me, yeah, I think, you know, because this period of Hollywood films are, yeah, the water I breathed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you look at this, and you look at like, uh, uh, uh. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Mm-hmm. Any of these Robin Williams movies. Particularly from the 80s. I, I don't want to get into yeah. the, your doubt fires and your right, millennial right, right, right. man. And your I never really have seen Bicentennial well, yeah. Jacks and what have you. But uh, <laughs> these things where they let comedians yeah. just have improvise that, a yeah. bunch of shit and like kind of shoot around it. Kudos to the directors, too, that were able For to make sure. it. Yeah. So. I I stand by it. Jumpin' Jack Flash is one of my favorite movies. You've really tr- sold me I on really, it. I really love it. It's, it's solid. It really should... Get more consideration. Than I does. I agree. It's such a good fucking movie, and it's just one that I happened upon. Like I just saw it like on TV as a kid, and I was like, "This movie's fucking." I remember funny. it being a big deal at the time. It's so I mean, funny, and it's not so, as big a deal, yeah, obviously, as right. any of these others, but so fucking funny. That's a good question, but I I it, it, I'm. I'm glad you like did a comparison because I feel like that's that's a movie. It's a similar like Jumpin' Jack Flash is similar in that like Whoopi Goldberg is pretty much the only black character in it, you know, yeah. and having to be like the sole black character. I, and when I say character, I mean like main character, someone that's getting a lot of dialogue. Someone's in multiple scenes because there's like, like you said, like Marshall. That's right. That's fucking right. Yeah, there's not. Um, like there's the scene of the chief or the you know commander or whatever in the first like the first scene Inspector with, Todd yeah um, and then there's the other character I don't remember what his name is oh, the um, other detective yeah. in Beverly Hills and those are like and then Damon Wayans <laughs> <laughs> yeah and those but they have like a like a, one scene yeah a couple lines of dialogue right. and and nothing else you know. Um, even if they're in multiple scenes, they're not necessarily well, t- saying a lot of stuff. So, and in very sp- the other detective in Beverly Hills, the whole thing that Foley does is mm-hmm. make him frame him as white adjacent. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. See, that's more natural for us. You've been hanging out with this dude too long. And then Damon Wayne's character is clearly played as very effeminate, so you can... Yeah, right. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're occupying right, different yeah. spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, his his boss is the only one that you can argue would right. arguably. Yeah. And but I think it's a I think you know so when I say like there aren't really any characters, what I'm meaning is not that there are no other characters throughout the film, but there's no main characters. There's yeah. no one else. And in both cases, the it's, they're the lead. Exactly. The right. Central character. Um. So like yeah, I'm jumping Jack Flash and this. So like to be, I mean that that's like. F- I don't want to say for the time because I don't want to give it more kudos than it's worth. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be like, well, mm, impressive that they were able to make a film starring a black person in the fucking 80s. Like, they should have. Correct. That shouldn't have been a surprise thing. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure these weren't the only ones also that happened. But what I'm sure. saying is like, you know, to, that it was like. I mean, I think that's part of the point. I'm sorry. Right. I keep cutting Just off. go ahead. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and stop. <laughs> I, wa- uh, I mean, I want to hear it. It's the fact that they're isolated from blackness. Exactly. Right, or, or right, 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 right. Yeah. A, a larger... They're in a white world, which, of course, they are anyway. But, I mean, like... Right. They're moving in white spaces. Correct. There aren't black spaces that we see. Exactly. That's the That's the main thing that I think... You know, when I was saying, like, his childhood friends mm-hmm. are shown as white, but, like... It's very obvious him as a character, which this is not a complaint. This is an observation, just to be clear. Right. Him as a character, he's very much, as he should be and be allowed to be, he's very much like, I'm a black man right. in the world. Of course you are. That makes sense. And even like you said, when he's interacting with the other officer, the other detective, and he's like, like you said, he's like acting very white you know he's like doing the thing where he is not you know and he makes fun of him and you know it's it's a thing of he's saying like we're not from the same world you know which would imply that he is not around white people as much he's not Mm -hmm. interacting with white people as much and yet back home like his partner seemingly looked like like was paul reiser right that was his oh i think that's supposed to be yeah Right? And so you're like, you know, Unclear it's very much is. showing. Yeah. And the only other black individual that seems like a fully black character that's allowed to be, you know, is in opposition to him, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's like very interesting in how it's portrayed and that it's like, you know, they probably had to be careful in how they, which is frustrating and annoying. Well, and the because whole fact you that, don't want to seem like you're teaming up, yeah. you know, and with yeah, with another right. black person, right. and like, oh, you know, you have to like, you have to get along because then then it would have to be the whole thing. Exactly right, and it's just it, it's it's frustrating. Well, and you get like, I mean, the shots in Detroit, yeah, are mostly black folks, right? But then all the characters that they have, yeah, are white. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's a really interesting. And that's mainly what I'm getting at is subtext. that like they're very, right there. It's really you know if you're not paying attention, you're like, oh, there's so much you yeah. know. There's I see lots of uh, black individuals in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Like it's just you know street and shots just of blown out buildings and you know, yeah, and you're seeing a lot right, shit. and you're seeing a lot of and then it's just like 
white cops everywhere, you know? And there's like, there are like background people that are, you know, people of color and like black individuals and stuff like that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about speaking roles. I'm talking about people have (laughs) characters that have names kind of shit. Not for nothing. Not that I remember that. Not for nothing. uh, The shots in Detroit, apparently they had police escorts for. Wow. And there were some places that even the cops would not, they were like, no, we're not going with you. We can't guarantee your safety. Cops are such jokes. Yeah. What? But they did it anyway. They went and shot right. it anyway. Yeah, and it was fine. <laughs> Seemingly. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? I know. God, people are such fucking infants. And you said last night when we were watching this, mm. you said, oh, I guess I haven't seen this. <laughs> yeah, I have a few images in mind because I saw, I knew I'd watched one of these, yeah. one of the Beverly Hills Cop right. movies as an adult. Uh-huh. Now I'm thinking it's probably two. Okay. Because none of the images I had right. in my head uh, occurred <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. I kept being like, there was one in particular yeah, where I'm like, oh, maybe this is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought this is how it opens, but yeah. no, maybe yep. it's now. No. Yeah, yeah. And then it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. Um, yeah. I think I think I'm I'm glad that I waited because I'm glad that I well, not glad that I waited, but I'm glad that I I'm watching <laughs> glad it now. Glad you saved yourself for yeah. I'm glad that I, I'm watching it now that I have a lot more appreciation for movies and I watch things with a much more critical eye than I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think that it would have, I think if I had an impression of it already, yeah. I wouldn't have gone in with the same, I wouldn't have gone in the same way and it wouldn't have been the same experience. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that we picked this movie and that we're watching it now. Um, but yeah, it was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was not as boring as I assumed it was going to be. I thought it would be a lot more crass. Yeah, right. Than it was. And it was not, I mean, like there's, I. this is a thing. Yeah, there were a lot of things I kept bracing yeah, myself for that never right, happened. Right. Uh, there isn't really much any, is there not really any homophobia? No. Except uh, for him, like, doing the whole thing where he, like, goes... I mean, I don't even... It, it's not really homophobia as much as it's playing on homophobia. Huh. Where he's saying that he needs to talk to the guy because he has herpes. Oh, right. And the guy's like, uh, why don't you tell him that? <laughs> and, you know, but it's not so much... It's... it's. I mean, you know, it can be... It can be said it's homophobic, and I'm not going to argue that it isn't. But the sure. the way that it's presented is more playing on someone else's fear, right? And someone else's homophobia, and and and, uh, and fe- moors like, like yeah. the discomfort of yeah. a delicate subject. Exactly. Right. 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 Being uh, brought up in a uh-huh. polite company or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 That kind of shit. Um, well, why don't you give me the message, and I'll take it to him. Okay, I guess I can do that. Um, tell Victor that Ramon, the fella he met about a week ago, tell him that um, Ramon went to the clinic today and I found out that I have um, simplex 10. And I think Victor should go check himself out with his physician to make sure everything is fine before things start falling off on the man. Uh, perhaps you better tell him that. Uh, right, exactly. So that's that was an interesting thing to see that how they did that too also like you said like it's not you know there wasn't um like there was some nudity when they go to a strip club but Mm. it also wasn't that person actual dancer i believe it and and uh, also but also they what it wasn't 
there wasn't, I mean, you know, this is not speaking to anything on the set or I don't know how people were in real life. I just mean like how it's portrayed in the movie. There was no like crassness towards that. Right. And they, they weren't like. They weren't. Yeah. It wasn't like. Shitty towards the dancer. They weren't shitty towards the dancer. They weren't being like gross or anything like that. Um. I gotta say, the I don't understand the point Rosewood, of that scene, though. <laughs> Rosewood was kept yeah, tipping her, tipping her, you know, which yeah. I think, you know, is, I I always appreciate in films when sex yeah. workers get paid and they show it, right. like in fucking Castle Freak, you know. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs, yes, yes, ate a hooker out and then paid her. I'm like, of course, of course, beautiful. <laughs> I love to see it. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget. Well, she has to die for it, but eh, <clears throat> that comes after, and <laughs> we can just after she gets her tits eat off. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, real dancer, and the song that plays is the song that she, it was one that was she would dance to, but it's, and that was her request. Though. That's amazing. That song was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, that, that song, song was ridiculously amazing. I was like, I've never heard this before. Written by this Prince. Beautiful, just stunning. Oh my god! Yeah, that was. I you didn't know that song. I don't know that song. The, the soundtrack for this is beautiful. Amazing. I mean, I love that. It's very noticeable that towards the, I guess when the, the final push on the mansion, right? Like, yeah, there's no actual F. Okay. During that. Oh, okay. Which is thank God because <laughs> by the time we get to that, you're kind of sick of it. Almost. I Last was. night, Keith was like, "Oh," and he played like dun 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 dun. dun. And he was like, uh? And I was like, oh, cool. What? He's like, because we're watching the movie tonight. And I was like, what the fuck does it have to do with the movie? He's like, it's from that. And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know. And so we're watching the movie. And I was like, wait, is this the fucking theme song to this movie? And he's like, the song is called Axel F. And I was like, what the fuck? No clue. I had no- So I'd never seen it. At all, and I knew nothing about it. So that being, I was like, "Oh, I have no fucking." So I was just like, completely fucking crazy. Frog came along. (laughs) Ding ding. Yeah, that's what I associate. That's I knew that it was like that. It wasn't an original song, right? But I didn't know what it was. I was like, "Why can't I play?" (laughs) I know it from. Anyway, would you recommend this movie? Oh. Uh, under particular criteria, I don't know what they are, but you could do worse, obviously. I think that this is one of the best Eddie Murphy films I've seen. Because okay. he, he can... Oh, yeah, he made some he not great stories. clump it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the clumps. That was a whole era. The Nutty Professor. Yeah, he did some. He yeah. The nineties weren't. The nineties weren't particularly great for Eddie Murphy. That was my Uh, again. I still want to. We got. I really want us to watch Boomerang at some point because I'm really curious what I would think about it now. Okay, I'm unfamiliar with it. I mean, I know that it's a movie. I know. I just mean I don't. I don't know. I think that's early nineties. I mean, yeah, Coming to America and yeah, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've never seen a lot of these movies. Yeah. And this is something that is is that I've realized. Um you can what <laughs> Well a few years ago, I sometime in the last I don't remember, he did a movie called uh, uh My Name is My Name no. is <laughs> You talking about Coming to America too? 
Eddie Murphy did a movie? Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dolomite is my name. And I enjoyed that. Oh, you've seen that? That I watched, yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is. It's it's a biopic. I see. Of sorts. Craig Robinson, isn't it? Who's Craig Robinson? He played Daryl on The Office. Oh, I never remember his fucking name. I, I never remember his name. And I'm never going to. I know. It's, I'm so... Craigery. Craigery. Shout out to Craigery. Now I might remember. Anyway, um, there's this thing that happens where, like, I was not allowed to watch, like, I was not really allowed to watch rated R movies unless, like, somehow they didn't have cursing in them. Because sometimes rated R movies are just, like, have violence or they just have, they, they don't have nudity mm-hmm. or a lot of cussing. And so adult me will see, like, a rated R movie from, like, the 80s. Yeah. And it'll say fuck in it a lot. And I'm like, oh my God, they it could is kind of say surprising. it then? I get so yeah. like, oh, I, I, like they said fuck so much in this movie, which I enjoyed. But I was just like, oh my mm-hmm. God. It, it just feels Eddie like. Murphy's cussing is so, uh, seems so natural. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's just. Which I, mean, I just yeah. assumed was just him. Yeah. You know, adding himself to the line, you know. I feel like, I feel like. Did you see, well, I don't know. You said you didn't read much of the trivia, but when the dude comes in, who's Ronnie Cox's super. When the guy was holding a bunch of uh, rolled up paper or whatever. That's Uh a script. Because they kept, they kept rewriting the script. Oh, I see. You can barely write. And he calls him the wrong name. I mean, they kept it. So I think in that take, it's intentional, but it was originally a mistake. Okay, that's amazing. He calls him Rosemond instead of Rosewood. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like Judge Reinhold did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild. Yeah, he's a weird character. I think. I think. I so he was in that what, that movie with Fred Savage, right? Where they trade places. It's called Trading Places. I don't know if it. I don't, I don't know what it's called. Is that what? Yeah, the and it's, and he is like a. He's Fred Savage. It's one of those body swap movies. Yeah. Right? He's the dad and Fred Savage is the kid and they swap places. And like he make like some he makes that with a woman. And it's like <laughs> he's just like it's Judge Reinhold, but he's a kid, mm-hmm. so he doesn't know. And he just his like big puffy mouth is all like you know. And I just think that's mm. gross. <laughs> Does it load? I don't know. I didn't see that. It's just, there's like. I've not seen this movie, so I don't know. There's lipstick all over his face, and he just looks like a terrible kisser, and Mm -hmm. it just reminded me of all the straight men that I've kissed, and I just didn't. It weirded me out, and so I'm like watching this. I'm like, oh, he's not. He's not terrible. He's not a horrible, disgusting person. I just associated him as that, because I saw that movie where someone. Ugh. Sorry. I. Whatever. I would love to write a book about terrible kissing men. Why? Because you want to relive that. I just want to shame them. Get something for it. Oh. Good luck. Thank you. But yeah. Would you recommend? Uh well I did say it's the best Eddie one of the best Eddie Murphy films I've seen. I think if you're if you're like me and your main 
uh, your main association with Eddie Murphy comedy movies are Daddy Daycare and the Mm. fucking Nettie Professor. (laughs) I did. That was one of those rock movies with the rock where they did that formula. What am I thinking of? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man, telling you banana, black Republican, stack deduction, man, guap, man, guap, man, go, man, stop, man, cool, man, cop, man, dingo, bingo, name, old game, so fake, go, chain, bro, so insane, your scarecrow brain, your black cop, black cop, black cop, black cop, black cop, you don't even get paid a whole lot, you don't even get paid a whole lot. Finna buy me a spaceship, space race man, that space races. Overseer, 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 officer, 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 officer. Why you wanna put me in a coffin, sir? Why you wanna put me in a coffin, sir? Watch the gap, mind the gap, fall into the gap. <laughs> yup, watch the gap, mind the gap, fall into the gap. Yup, stack duckets, banana republic. Which one's Dominican? Wait, who's the Indian? Who you callin' pickin'? Be like a chicken wing. Yup, yup, beat it like a chicken wing. Eating chicken and meat, people in the street eating chicken and meat. People in the street eating chicken and meat. People in the street eating chicken and meat. People in the street eating chicken and meat.